BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's uh, Mike here on BeastNet, and on this uh, week's episode, I got with me Josh Kaler. Uh, Josh, let everyone know a little bit about you. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. It's good, it's good to be here in more ways than one. Yes. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, blessed to be here. Blessed to be on the show. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me for a little bit. Right. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm Josh Kaler. I'm a husband, a father, and our family is uh, kind of hooked on obstacle course racing. Have been for a couple years. Uh, my personal story is that I, I'm kind of overcoming some surgeries. I, I started my two COCR Instagram account, which stands for second chance obstacle course racing originally because I got into the sport having overcome some foot surgeries and shoulder surgeries that kind of held me back for a long time. And we might talk about that a little later, mm-hmm. but, uh, most recently on top of everything else, I, I had an emergency open heart surgery after suffering an aortic dissection. So my injury recovery journey has been very unique and very interesting, to, to put it lightly. And as I said, I'm very lucky to be here. Explain to everyone kind of, you know, just so they know, I mean, really how amazing it is that you came back from this. What is an aortic di- dissection? So an aortic dissection is basically when the inner layer of your aorta gets a hole or a tear in it. And from there, the pressure of your blood pumping through your aorta, which is the the main artery coming off of your heart, it basically tears and or peels away the inner layer of your most important blood vessel. And oftentimes it leads to a rupture, which it did in my case. My aortic dissection happened at home and I was lucky enough to be four minutes from a hospital, even with everything lining up, being four minutes from a hospital. Uh, we were we were blessed so much to have somebody that was working in the ER that night who had previously worked in a heart center and they called in the symptoms and, you know, they they recognized it right away. I still basically uh, coded for two and a half minutes. Um, so I was gone for a little bit. They revived me and ushered me to a, a heart surgery um, hospital, which was another another 20, 25 minutes away after stabilizing me and performed an open heart surgery, coronary artery bypass. And basically I'm left now with, with that being repaired. And I currently, um, the aftermath basically is that I have a fully dissected aorta, which means my aorta from the blood pressure or whatnot, all the, all the, my heart racing after it happened, it basically tore the whole um, lining of my aorta on the inside all the way down into my hips. So past my organs, you know, past where it starts branching off, you know, all the, the major places. And it didn't stop until it basically uh, reached into my hips. So, so I am uh, one of the, the few athletes that I know of um, that has returned to sports. I'm actually um, the only athlete that I know of currently that has returned to a pretty demanding sport with a fully dissected aorta. Um, so I'm, you know, as I said before, I'm you know very lucky to be here, very happy to be here. Um, very blessed. I mean, that's 
You know, it's one of those things. I mean, it sounds bad to say this, but you hear a lot of those medical terms and you're like, okay, yeah, it's a sected aorta until all of a sudden you explain it and you're like, oh, yeah. And then it's like, that's a lot worse than I thought it was. So that's kind of why I wanted you to explain it. So, I mean, people really understand the magnitude of what you've come back from. And I mean, you were pretty healthy. I mean, this wasn't like one of those, I mean, not to sound bad, like a lot of people are like, oh, they started OCR after, you know, started, you know, their fitness journey after this, this had happened. You were fit beforehand. That, that uh, may have been a contributing factor to surviving, um, at at least in regards to being able uh, to be stabilized and, um, you know, bounce back so, so easily, not, not so easily, but so well. Um, Yes you know, bad term. It, it has in no ways been easy. Um, but I have surpassed most of the expectations that were, were given to me. Um, I, as you mentioned, I, I did, um, do a lot of races in 2019. I did 54 Spartan races and 80 races overall. Um, and that was a big, that was a big push basically to, you know, try to show, you know, that, you know, people can overcome injuries in a big way. You know, that was like, that was like the exclamation point, like my life's, you know, statement, you know, to all the people that had previously been downers in regards to my other surgeries, you know, and and I was going to kind of chill out a little bit from there and and focus on a little more quality over quantity. Uh, But then this happened and, you know, now I'm in the the same boat trying to do a bunch of races again to to prove that it, that it can still be done. Um, You know, so it's, it's been a crazy ride to, to expect when you get into the sport and uh, you know, the things that have happened to me, I'm um, I've tried to just roll with them. Um, I've definitely had a lot of help. Um, I don't want, you know, for a second to make it seem like I've, I'm doing this all on my own. Um, you know, the entire OCR community has been very helpful from the, the, the beginning, you know, you know, whether it's, you know, praying for me or sending encouraging messages to my family uh, in the early stages. Um, the the More Heart Than Scars group has been, you know, very fantastic to me. Um, Love those guys. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. You know, Joey McGlamory has been a friend for a long time. And I've had the pleasure of being on the other end of, of going out with, uh, you know, teams like that or Oscar Mike and being on the, the helping end of things after I had gotten myself back into shape and to have the, the script flipped and being right back on the receiving end again, those guys are just incredible. Joey, for example, is one of the most selfless individuals I've ever met in my entire life. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, he goes out there and he helps people all across the different spectrums of, of life difficulties, whatever people's challenges are him and his team and, and Zach Pabin and the, the group that they've put together and, you know, Elizabeth Bridges is a, has been a big help. She went out with, with Joey and myself and, uh, you know, so many people have been over backwards to help me. And it has, it has been amazing. I, I couldn't do, couldn't do what I'm currently doing. And I certainly couldn't have done any of the races at the beginning stages that I was able to do without their help. You know, so I, I've, I've relied on them. I relied on my family, you know, so it's, it's, it's been a team effort and I'm so blessed to be a part of the community. Yeah. And it's a great community when you find the right people. And that's one of the things that a lot of people, um, cause I mean, I've done a little bit, not near what you've done. I mean, I had the, the I shot in my foot four years, five, that's five years ago now. 
So I had an issue there and then gained a bunch of weight because of that. I ended up making the wrong decisions and in the last year I've dropped a bunch of weight. But it's one of those a lot of people are like, what did you do? It's like I had a lot of help. I had a lot of people, you know, helping me, pushing me from the sidelines, you know, giving me that encouragement that gave me the will to keep pushing to try and drop that hundred pounds, you know, and get back to racing form and be back in the best shape. I did just did my first triathlon and loved it. Literally finished triathlon. Within two hours, I'd signed up for an Ironman. I'm like, eh, might as well. I've done I've done a sprint. Well, I can do an Ironman. Um, <laughs> that's incredible. That's what I love about this community because it's like, you know, as soon as I finished it, everyone's like, that is amazing. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, you just signed up for an Ironman? I'm like, eh, why not? They're like, you got this, and, you know, and they just, they encourage you. And it's not like, what are you, stupid? I mean, there's a little bit of that, but, you know, we kind of <laughs> are sometimes, but, you know, they encourage us and they push us. And that's why I love our community. And, you know, more heart than scars is one of those ones. I really, cause I'm on the West coast. So that's why I, we don't get enough of the more heart than scars out here. So Dawn has gone to, you know, to the East coast to see them. Um, I'm going to be down in Florida in December. And I think I'm going to run, do some stuff with them then. So, okay. we'll see. but it's, I want to do more. I have a more heart than scars Jersey just cause I love what they do. So, and when I'm not wearing my beast net one, I have a more, it's my more heart than scars. So I switch back and forth between the two on, you know, trifecta weekends. I go back and forth between those two jerseys. That's, a, that's awesome. It, yeah. But you know, like you said, it, it's an incredible group and, and there's other groups too. Yeah. Uh, the, the Oscar Mike team yes. um, for, for those who would, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of groups popping up, but, the, you know, obviously the one that has helped me the most has been my friends over at More Hearts and Scars. And, and you know, can't say enough about Joey. He's an incredible friend and has been absolutely um, just incredible in, in regards to how selfless he's been, how supportive he's been. I mean, I I started coming back, you know, uh, you know, it was probably way too soon. Um but it, it was like it was, it was like three months after open heart surgery. You know, my the bones in my chest, you know, still needed like one to three more months to even fuse back together fully. And I'm out there trying to trying to start the comeback. And, you know, I I, I could do like the four foot overwalls by myself and barbed wire crawl. Not much else by myself. Just about everything else. I had to have some degree of, of help. And Joey and his team, you know took me some wheelchair athletes who are also incredible um, and they just make it happen. And I, I just love that group of humans. I, I love the community. And I, I think the reason I love it so much is because it's such a stark difference. Having, having the OCR community is as compared to not having it. You know, I, I think back about the, the 10 years of my life where I wasn't involved in any of this. And I, I just worked a sedentary job, came home, watched TV or played PlayStation and did almost nothing but that for 10 to 12 years. Um, I didn't have a lot of hope. I didn't, I was right there with you. I didn't think that stuff like this could even be done by people like me. You know, I was, I was told by the doctors that, you know, you know, your athletic days are over. You'll never do monkey bars again after the shoulder surgeries, or you'll never be much of a runner or, you know, you know, and then people at work, you know, echoed the same sentiment, you know, it's like, well, you know, you know, your, your Marine Corps days are over, your athletic days are over time to be a normal, like the rest of us. And it's like, it's almost like other people didn't want you to succeed or didn't want you to come back in a big way and be an out of the box person. Again, they want, 
you know, it's like so many people want you to settle in to the niche of people who have basically given up and live, you know, a fairly passive life with very few challenges, very few excitement that don't travel. And, you know, it, it's almost like now that I see the other side of things, it, it's, it's like some people will get scared by that a little bit. It ruffled a lot of feathers uh, with coworkers and whatnot. When I started getting into this uh, at first, they were, you know, some, a lot of people were excited. They're like, wow, you're jumping over fire. You know, you and your wife are awesome. Shortly thereafter, a lot of those people, you know, seemingly started to get really annoyed that I kept doing Spartan races and kept trying to get better and, you know, was trying to rehab my injuries and get faster and, and be an athlete on the side and, and live a double life. And, and it's like, it was so in stark contrast to, you know, the defeated lifestyle that, you know, there was no support. And, uh, you know, so I, I get almost all of my support from the OCR community, from the other people who have experienced, you know, living life outside of their comfort zone um, and experienced overcoming huge difficulties. And I see people that have, you know, a mindset to where they were doing, you know, they were in a situation that was much worse than my, my previous shoulder surgeries or my foot surgeries, you know, amputees and, and people who have, you know, just, enormous physical challenges doing things that I would have never even thought to have done. And it makes my, my shoulder surgeries look very small and it makes my mindset previously look, look, you know, very disappointing, you know? So I'm just so glad to have found the sport. So glad to have found the community. And it's just been a, a huge blessing to our family. And I, I, I agree with that completely. I, I've had the same thing. Like I said, I, I started doing OCR I was a bigger guy. I started losing weight, started doing great. And then I shattered my foot. Like mm. I was at work and um, had a ladder basically come down. The, the locks broke. And as it was coming down, it, my foot was between them and basically guillotine my left foot. Um, and then everything went to hell. You know, all of a sudden I can't do anything. I can't run. I can't do that. I, I attempted, <laughs> I attempted the Hawaii beast with a boot. I got about halfway through before I got pulled from the course. Cause I was moving. I couldn't move fast enough and I missed the time hack. Mm. Um, I end up finishing the super the next morning, but you know, it was still one of those things. I still had doctor approval. I asked the doctor, can I do this? Right. He's like, as long as you don't land on that foot. And I'm like, okay. And I had great friends with me that made sure I was in, I was safe. I was good, you know? And that's what I love about, you know, more heart than scars. They're going to take these people out there that people are like, you shouldn't be doing this. You're in a wheelchair. You're doing this. You're, you have this. And they're like, no, we're going to make it so that you can safely do this because you shouldn't be alienated from this right. medical issue. And that's why I love these guys because that's the way it should be. Not everybody out there is there. To, I'm not, even me, I'm not out there to win a to podium. Right. If I would rather, if I helped one person that wouldn't have finished that race, that is more important to me than getting that podium mm-hmm. every single time. It, you know, I've, I've talked to people before and I can echo the same sentiment you know, there's, there's been some really cool stuff that I've done. Like in 2019, I did all those races, you know, mm-hmm. going to like the trifecta world championship in, in Greece, for example, running a Spartan race in Sparta, you know, it was like, oh. you know, it was nerding out the whole time. It was incredible. And seeing some of the sites over there was, was absolutely amazing. But when you really think about it, those are, those are really cool from an entertainment standpoint, but some of the like most life touching moments are 
just the regular old races where you get some friends together for like the Asheville super, you know, I've had friends from like a church Sunday school class, for example, that I talked into doing a race and I, I encouraged them to trail run for a while and, and, you know, start doing pull-ups and everything and seeing the change in some of your good friends where people go from being pretty timid and not having a lot of confidence to, you know, there's a couple of friends in particular that it really changed their personality and their confidence level is just on a completely different level now that, that they've been able to accomplish something like that. And, you know, they needed somebody, they needed a friend to, you know, kind of kick them in the butt and, and give them a, you know, point them in the right direction, basically. And I definitely needed the same thing too, because, you know, I went from somebody who was fairly athletic and I was really physically fit in the Marine Corps in my early twenties. And I had the shoulder surgeries and then short, you know, after I got out, I had the foot surgeries and, you know, I believed all the negative things that the doctors said, and I kind of gave up, you know, mm-hmm. I had thought that was it. And I was like, well, everybody, everybody's saying that everything is over for me. So I guess, uh, you know, the desk job and watching TV is it. And, you know, it, it took, it took the encouragement of, you know, a lot of people and it took the encouragement of, you know, friends and then meeting people in the OCR community to really change my mindset. And now that my mindset has changed and I've seen how awesome it is to not give up and not be defeated and not let something cause your, you know, everything to be ruined and your whole life to be over. And you have to resign to just living in this, this box, like everybody wants you to, to resign to. I get a lot of pleasure in seeing other people get past that as well. Um, whether it's weight loss, um, I've seen my wife lose a bunch of weight and her confidence skyrocket because she thought that she'd never be able to do a pull up and never be able to do races. You know, she's multi trifecta, you know, doing double digit pull ups now, you know, lost 60 pounds to, to see your kids. I have a visually impaired child who, you know, is told a lot of times that he can't play sports. Sometimes it's kind of true because of his vision, yeah. you know, like, you know, you know, having a 70, 80, 90 mile an hour baseball come at your head when you can't track fast moving objects, it kind of eliminates baseball and stuff like that. But uh, to find something that, that he can do that's really challenging that a lot of other people who do play baseball, for example, don't do or can't do or refuse to do because it's too hard, but yet he's doing it, you know, that those moments, seeing your, your friends, your family, your coworkers step out into a completely different realization in regards to what they can do and what they can accomplish is, is just amazing. And that's why, that's why I do some of what I do. That's why I tell so many people about OCRs and, uh, you know, try to post my struggles and accomplishments uh, online and answer people's questions because I want people to experience the the kind of things that I've experienced. And, and I completely agree with that. That's one of the things because a lot of people don't realize when I broke my foot, my doctor told me I'd never run again because he told me I would never get that push off with my left foot. I have some issues with it still, but I mean, I was able to do, you know, my fastest marathon was eight hours. I did a four hour and 39 minute marathon, you know, a month ago. 
So, I mean, I, I, I obviously awesome. impressed it, you know, I mean, you know, it increased it a little bit. Will I, will I ever be a marathon, you know, I mean, a, an Olympic runner? Probably not. I mean, very doubtful, but it doesn't mean I can't run. You right. know, it was just one of those things. And that was my biggest problem. The second they said that, I'm like, okay, guess I better give up. So, you know, it's, I say this all the time on the podcast. So I sat on the couch and ate potato chips because that's literally what I did, you know, because, well, I can't run. So might as well sit on the couch, do potato chips, eat potato chips. But I still did Spartan races because I, I relied on my strength. I knew I could get past the obstacles because I had the muscle mass, but I couldn't run it. So this year was the first year in Vegas. I actually did um, competitive for the first time ever. Okay. Um, I didn't win, of course, obviously, but I mean, I was less than two hours on the super and an hour and 24 seconds on the sprint. So, I mean, I, awesome. I, was pretty, I was pretty happy with myself. So, oh yeah, it's that I beat myself and that's the hardest thing for me is it's one of those, I want to be better than I was, but at the same time, like you said, like this, you know, I'm going to do the, the Portland, you know, sprint, but I'm signed up twice. I'm signed up for the competitive in the morning. And then right afterwards, I'm actually signed up and I've signed up, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're just going to do it twice. I'm like, no, I actually signed up twice. I'm going to do the open heat with friends so that I can help them and make sure they get through it because I want to see what I can do. But it's more important to me because like you said, it's that memory. I, I remember right. one time in Vegas a couple of years back, me and my friends, we had this goal. We were going to finish in less than two hours or I think it was less than three hours, whatever. But we were going to finish in this time frame and we were on pace. We were going to do it. And then we saw someone that needed help. And all three of us, without saying a word, just started helping that person. And none of us mentioned the fact that by helping this person, we were going to miss that time. You know, we were all about that time up until that point. Mm -hmm. But the second we saw someone needed help, the thought of that time went out the window. And one of us mentioned it right after the race. And we're like, nope, the second we saw that person needed help, that time, I don't care that person because they were going to quit. And we're like, no, you're not quitting. We were, we will get you through this. We will make sure you finish this race. And we helped them for the last two miles and it ruined our time. But I felt so much better yep. knowing yes. that person would not have had that experience, would not have finished that race than by, by finishing my time. Right. You know, there's a time and place for everything. And mm -hmm. there, I enjoy both. You know, I, towards the end of 2019, I was finally getting decent. I was knocking on the door of some, some podiums, you know, I we have that competitive. All of us have that competitive nature, right? You know, it, it was a, you know, a level of competitiveness that I hadn't been at for over a decade. And, uh, I was like, you know what, I'm, you know, the training is paying off and the, the nutrition is paying off and, and I'm, I'm really close to, to landing on a podium. And, uh, and I think I may have, if not for the, the latest medical episode. Um, but, uh, I miss it in some ways, but in other ways, you know, just being able to get out there again, I still have a huge amount of other positive experiences. You know, I, I can have my own personal challenges with respect to, uh, like, like I'm, I'm trifecta chasing again. Um, yeah. <laughs> as, as crazy as it sounds, uh, you know, I'm on my I, way to Hawaii in a couple of weeks, he'll get another one. I'll, I'll, I'll see you there. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I'm pretty much doing almost every beast on the, the U.S. schedule. So, uh, you know, I didn't think I was going to trifecta chase again, at least not to the obnoxious level of trying to get in a, a shield and everything. But like I did it in 2019 and I was getting competitive and I was thinking about, you know, really switching to quality over quantity. But uh, I can't really have the quality as defined previously, you know, I, I'm no longer, 
going to have a realistic shot of, of ever really getting on a, a podium. Cause I, I can't push my, my heart rate that high. Um, you know, so just not to be defeatist, but, uh, you know, the, there's a balance between, you know, also, you know, being realistic, you know? Right. So, so realistically the things that I can do is to stay competitive within the, the trifecta chasing. So anytime I'm doing something that will qualify me for another trifecta, I either run age group now still, or I'll run in, um, in open wave, but I'll basically still do, you know, the age group rules, um, in, in Utah, you know, Joey was with me several times and, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. He was a fantastic help. I, I couldn't have done the weekend without them. You know, Utah was obnoxiously tough for me. You know, oh, we I had, heard everybody said that race was obnoxious, obnoxiously tough. That was brutal from what I heard. You know, I'm going out there on blood pressure medicine and, you know, we have t- temps at or around hundred degrees. You've got altitude, you've got elevation gain, you've got smoke. I mean, you've got every, everything. So I'm, I'm dealing with uh, trying not to get rhabdo again, you know, making sure I'm drinking enough water, trying to manage my body heat, trying to manage the sunburn on my skin. Uh, Cause that's one of the symptoms of, of my blood pressure medicine. You know, you get sunburned real easy. And so I got all of these weird little things that I'm having to worry about in addition to the obnoxious course. And uh, you know, they're absolutely vital in, in regards to, keeping me encouraged, uh, keeping me in a positive mindset. Um, they were really on point with helping me, um, with water hydration, you know, asking me constantly, um, you know, questions to make sure I'm, I'm coherent, you know, so they're monitoring my safety and they're monitoring my hydration levels, make sure I remembering to fuel. But it's when it got down to doing most of the obstacles, like, you know, tire flip, for example, you know, Joey told me both days, you know, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll help you with this if you want. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a tough decision for me because I, I wanted to, uh, accept the help, but I'm also, you know, trifecta chasing at the level where you get a shield is kind of like a, a fairly prestigious thing. You know, um, there might only be a handful, maybe barely into the double digit amount of people who earn a shield for this year. And, uh, I don't want to have, I'm so competitive. I don't want to have leave room for anybody to have an argument that I didn't earn it. You know? So if I, if Lord willing, I get to that point, you know, which there's no guarantee, you know, races could get canceled. I could get hurt more, you know, something additional could flare up medically. Um, but right now I'm on pace to do it. And so I'm trying to keep myself eligible. And as long as I'm eligible and trying for something like a, a shield for getting 13 plus trifectas, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing all my burpees. You know, I did 350 of them in Ohio and, you know, going back to that Utah race, I, I had to respectfully refuse help um, from the people that were there with me to help me. Um, I was like, no, I, I really want to do this on my own, you know? And, and uh, since I'm not allowed to do the tire flip, I'm like, sorry guys, but I'm, I'm going to burpee it, you know? And so, you know, I felt bad in a way because now Joey and Elizabeth and, and her boyfriend had to stand there for five to 10 minutes and watch me slowly labor through my burpees. But it's a personal thing competitively that, you know, I, I was there to trifecta chase and I wanted to do every burpee 
that, you know, I wanted to either do the obstacles or, or do the burpees, you know, cause I, I want to feel like I earned it. So that, so there's still that competitive side of it, you know, Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.